Dear sports fans, elevate your game to the next level with a Toyota truck. Drive the crowd favorite Tacoma. This versatile playmaker is ready to own the weekend. Choose the tailgating MVP, the Toyota Tundra. This is one vehicle that comes up clutch. Or ride in the adventurous 4Runner, a true champion on and off the road. Whichever truck you choose, you're getting a real winner. Come join the team of champions, Toyota Trucks. Visit toyota.com to learn more or check out your local Toyota dealership today. Toyota, let's go places. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. We brought you damn good beer, and now we're delivering to you damn good beef. Hassle Cattle Company is the absolute best source for farm-to-table Wagyu beef in the entire country. They call themselves Blue Collar Wagyu. That's what they call their beef. You know why? Because it's the best damn Wagyu that every human being can afford. It's affordable. And not only do we love their beef here at DNVR, but we quite literally love it at the DNVR bar. They love the beef too. It's what we serve our community down in Colfax in York. And that's because Hassel Cattle Company takes their registered bulls and breeds them with Angus cows, giving you that very high prime product that is grown with zero antibiotics and hormones. So head to HasselCattleCompany.com, H-A-S-S-E-L-L, CattleCompany.com, and use promo code DNVR10 for 10% off your order. That's DNVR10 for 10% off. And orders over 200 are delivered free. Free shipping for that. Use promo code DNVR at HassleCattleCompany.com. Check them out, and we promise you will absolutely not be disappointed. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by Strava Craft Coffee. Strava now offers CBD infused decaf coffee as well. It's fantastic. And what's even more fantastic is first time users get 25% off their first purchase when using code DNVR25. Show them some love. Save yourself some money. Let's go ahead and use that promo code. I am your host, Patrick. Lions for the DNVR Rockies podcast. And on today's show, we have a few topics we want to get into, such as the defensive metrics 
for this year's Colorado Rockies. Where do they stand on the spectrum? Looking back on this date in Rockies history, yes, it's October 7th. Talking about the postseason, right? We're going to talk about 2007, and we're going to dig into this year's NL wildcard game between the Cardinals and Dodgers that took place on Wednesday night. So digging into it, one of the big positive things that came out this season for the Rockies was their defense. It's been a cornerstone of their franchise for you know many years, really since the beginning of their existence. If you throw out some of the interesting play, to say the least, from Dante Bichette is a guy that the metrics certainly don't like. And that's something uh, I'll get into in a, in a moment, this idea of how we try to calculate defensive metrics and how do you figure out if a guy is is talented defensively did they did he make a difference did he not make a difference did he hurt the team overall did he cost the team some runs and how that's calculated and how we might not have a great understanding of it just yet I, I think it's been acknowledged by the baseball community that this is an area where there is a lot of growth needed but defense strong starting pitching and relieving are going to really be those pieces that any successful Rockies team has. And the evidence is is out there, right? You can go back and, and review some of our you know great articles that have been written in the past. And it, it essentially boils it down to that. And this year's defense was great. So was the pitching, starting pitching in particular. And you look and you see that their record wasn't too far off from the San Diego Padres who yes, admittedly were really bad, right? But they, those two teams really shouldn't have been in the same league together. And one of the reasons why for Colorado was their defense. Now, according to fan graphs, they actually ranked the Rockies defense overall as the second best in all of baseball behind only the Brewers, second best. And when you look at the positional breakdown, you actually begin to understand how they can how they could have gotten to that spot because at each and every position, they were better than average. At catcher, they were ninth with Elias Diaz and Dom Nunez, two guys who did all of the catching. It's not unheard of. It, it does happen, but it is a rarity. I believe only maybe two or three other times in Rocky's history have they had just two guys do all of the catching. They didn't come down with any injuries. That's not to say they weren't injured or banged up, Talking with Dom Nunez, he he was you know really impressed upon by Elias Diaz just from his leadership by example and being beat up and still going back out there. Obviously, if we're talking about a severe injury, you can't do that. But those two guys single-handedly came in ninth defensively, according to Fangraphs rankings. At first base, thirteenth. Not bad by C.J. Chrome. We know Josh Fuentes helped out a little with that early on in the season with his great glove work. But for the most part, for all intents and, purpose, intents and purposes, C.J. Chrome was that guy. He's, of course, back on a two-year deal worth $14.5 million for the next two years. Hold that spot. Keep it warm for Michael Tolia, who should be on his way. And maybe things go really well in 2023, we'll have a little bit of a battle between the 33-year-old C.J. Crone and what would be at that point the 26-year-old Michael Tolia. That would be a fun battle to see in 2023. We'll see what happens. At second base, 
They were fourth overall in baseball. A lot of that has to do with Brendan Rodgers, although there are other metrics that we'll get to in just a moment. Uh, they didn't take too kindly to Rodgers, but fourth overall, we know Garrett Hampson helped out there a little bit at times. Alan Trejo, again, more on the short-term basis. So so good on Brendan Rodgers for that. And at third base, I mean, this this would be the lead to Barry, right? But you guys already know most of this information. The, the drum has been banged all season long. First amongst all third basemen. And yes, the Cardinals were ninth. So that's what you're thinking. Hey, Nolan Arenado leaves the best defensive third baseman possibly of all time, certainly in that same realm of a Brooks Robinson and a guy like Mike Schmidt going out and saying, well, I saw both these guys play. And as much as I want to pick my guy from my era, I'm not. <laughs> I'm picking Nolan Arenado. And that being said, Rockies third baseman were the best defensively. Some of that was Ryan McMahon. Most of it was Ryan McMahon. The other part was Josh Fuentes for a period of time as well. At shortstop, second. Very interesting that according to the Fangraphs defensive metrics, the Rockies had the second best defensive shortstop in all of baseball. And I think a lot of folks that saw Trevor Story play this year felt like he was a bit off, something going on with that shoulder of his. A lot of errant throws just didn't seem to be himself. Still really good. Still at that average, just he's probably slightly above average when banged up. And yet, according to this, second best shortstop play defensively in all of baseball. We'll see when the nominations go out for the final three in the Rawlings Gold Glove Award, if Story will finally get his name back into that mix. In right field, Charlie Blackman. <laughs> and, and a couple other right fielders, but for the most part, Charlie Blackman. Second, again, Fangraphs has the Rockies as the second best team defensively in right field and in center field, 13th best. I would, I would beg to say that their center field play, you know, I wouldn't say it outshined the play in right by Charlie, but you know, there was kind of a revolving door in center for a while until Garrett Hampson kind of settled some things there in the final month. Same for Sam Hilliard. And you know, that was, that was, impressive right there there were some not as many great plays i'll say that there weren't weren't great plays but there weren't balls that you thought ah man a better first step quicker first step or a better route you would have gotten to that ball no it was just really solid but 13th still top half of all of baseball and in left field Rymel tapia connor joe converted catcher who plays third base first base you shoved him out there a little bit. There were a couple other interesting guys, I think, that had some time in left field. Ryan Valade, who may be a guy that doesn't have a, a, a true position, right? He's a former shortstop, but you know he's going to find a home in left field. But really, it's Tapia and Connor Joe. Fangraph says, Rockies fans, <laughs> your left fielder, our left fielder, was the best in all of baseball. Yes. The best in all of baseball. That's that's wild. But you know what? That's that's the thing with these metrics, right? That's the thing with evaluating wins above replacement. It's using a metric. It's manipulating numbers to try to figure out what's most valuable. And 
according to Fangraphs, they really value the play in left field, the play in right field. Now, Baseball Savant, which is it's it's Statcast, right? The website is baseballsavant.com. Check that out if you haven't. It might blow your brain up just a little bit, but the more you play around with it, the better you'll like it. Now, they do like Ryan Altapia. He was three outs above average, prevented two runs, uh, according to their statistics. So again, was a stronger player out there in left field. In right field, though, Charlie Blackman, minus eight. At shortstop, Trevor Story, minus six. At second base, Brendan Rodgers, minus four. So those two things don't really align very well with one another. But what does align really well is Garrett Hampson's play in center and second base. And one of the new big, fresh faces of the Rockies. He's been around for a few seasons, but along with Brendan Rodgers, Ryan McMahon is going to be one of the faces of this franchise for a little while longer. It's crazy to think he only has two more years left before he becomes a free agent, much like Antonio Senzatella was in that position before signing that five-year, $50 million contract on Tuesday. But Ryan McMahon, according to StatCast, 12 outs above average. Very good. It's very good at third base and second base. Where was Nolan Arenado? He was at 10. Okay. Runs prevented. Arenado, 8. Ryan McMahon, 9. All right. So you try to break things down and you look at strengths, one of the other cool things that you have available to you here at Baseball Savant is it shows a player going in versus going back, going to their left, going to their right. One thing that McMahon did a lot better was going back on balls. And one thing that Arenado did a lot better, probably, well, we know he's the best in the game, but now we've got some metrics uh, to point to it. And in this capacity, I think it is on the money um, going in, right? getting those barehanded plays. And that was something that I've had some discussions about recently about, you know, why is that? Like maybe there, there has to be something to these metrics and figuring out why they are favoring the Rockies. What did the Rockies figure out? And maybe it was more along the lines of the personnel got better. The personnel got accepting. We know, I think it's been public. I don't think I'm going to be, you know, ruffling too many feathers to say that, you know, Nolan wasn't too much in favor of accepting some of these metrics because his bread and butter was going in on balls and stealing those little infield dribblers, right? That, that was a sexy play, and he made it a lot. And that was part of his bread and butter, so he wasn't as far back as Ryan McMahon. And I looked, and you can see the positioning, and Ryan McMahon played a little bit deeper than Nolan Arenado. He played where the Rockies wanted him to play. And so he's benefiting from that uh, in the defensive metrics. Same thing about playing closer to the line. Arenado wanted to steal doubles away down the line. He was great at that similar human vacuum play that Brooks Robinson used to make, diving to his right and making those amazing throws, stealing doubles from people. But but a lot of the metrics and 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 not metrics I should say analytics kind of you know bear out the the fact that those can be few and far between right and for Nolan it seems like he makes those plays all the time but really you know how many times is it once a month okay that's that's a lot six plays a year is is a lot 
So if it's once a month, you're stealing, you know, six doubles. But how many balls are getting by you to the left? How many singles to left field are you giving up? That's going in that hole between shortstop and third base. Because Ryan McMahon's playing a little bit over into that hole. And so, you know, these are some of the things that play out. Because again, we're talking about defense. We're not just talking singularly about the player's defensive abilities. It has to do being in the right place at the right time. And that's his team putting him in that position. So it's good to see that the Rockies, you know, put their guys in great positions. And that's one thing that we want to do at DNVR is put you guys in some good spots, right? And we're going to do that on October 17th coming up here for the Broncos and Raiders. It's one of the next games, the next home game for the Broncos. And it's got a, we got a really good deal where for $20, you guys can come out and get all you can eat, sexy pizza. Yes, I'll explain what that is very shortly, but all you can eat sexy pizza and Breckenridge beer for 20 bucks. Yes, it's true. Uh, it's right at, in the uh, back parking lot at sports fan off 18th and federal. You can check that out, but, but really to go one step further for a limited time, you can actually book a spot on the DNVR party bus. And so what will happens is it will take you from the bar to the tailgate at mile high stadium. And it'll also bring you back. So you don't have to worry about paying for parking. I mean, that alone covers the cost of everything. But you don't have to worry about paying for parking. You don't have to worry about sitting in all that traffic. You don't have to worry about getting a DUI, anything like that. Your tickets include the round trip on the party bus, entrance to the greatest tailgate in the land, and that Breckenridge beer and the sexy pizza. So make sure you do that. The round trip bus ticket with all you can eat, all you can drink, is a total of 30. If you don't want to take the bus and you just happen to just pop in or walk over from where you're tailgating, or if you don't have any, any folks to, to hang out with, you're welcome in our community. You're absolutely welcome. $20 gets you all you can eat, all you can drink. The bar opens at 10 a.m. and the bus will leave at 11 a.m. to go over to that tailgate. It's, it's really sweet. It's really sweet. The bus will bring you back to the bar after the game you can continue watching the sunday ticket that's fantastic and uh it's i'm gonna actually be there at the next one because it's it's so much fun i don't have a ticket to the broncos game i'm gonna try to get one i'm not gonna work too hard on getting a ticket i'm, I'm not gonna lie um maybe i'll be inspired to get something there but i just want to go and hang out with you guys a lot more you're going to be seeing me around at these events and, and hanging out with, with our members, hanging out with the folks at the bar. So, um, come hang out down at the bar in Colfax in York. You know, we've always got watch parties for each of our teams. We'll have to do one for the postseason baseball if you're interested in that. So come grab that member beer also too, right? You get it, get supersized just a little bit. It's actually get supersized a lot, but you do get a bigger beer when you're down at the DNVR bar. And of course that beer is probably going to be a Breckenridge brew because they are the official beer of DNVR. But did you know we also have an official seltzer? Think about it for just a second. Yeah, Breckenridge Brewery and their good company, Hard Seltzer, is now available at the DNVR bar. And we able, we're able to keep it in stock. We, we were barely able to do that. So get your 15-can sampler, the tap pack for Rockies number 15. It's Breckenridge Brewery's good company, Hard Seltzer, an easy choice, for a great company 
as I said, what's better than beer and pizza? Well, beer and sexy pizza. What is sexy pizza, you ask? Okay, I'll finally tell you. Well, you know it's pizza. I've already talked about the tailgate and how it's pizza, but uh, it, it's a great local company here in Denver. They've been doing it for 13 years, and sexy pizza is as local as it gets. We've got hand-tossed deck oven pizza with made-from-scratch each morning dough. You get to choose your own adventure with wide-ranging top toppings and topics. I'm sure you can talk with them while they're, they're making your pie. They're, they're that friendly. Uh, you can also try one of their signature philanthropies. Yeah, a portion of every sale from these five specialty pies is donated to a range of different nonprofits right here in Colorado. Philanthropies. Gotta love that. 12, 16, 18-inch crust. They've got vegan options. They've got a gluten-free crust. And look, you can't miss it. Stop by any of their four Denver locations. They're on Cap Hill, Old South Pearl, Jefferson Park, and Park Hill. And they actually, they're breaking out of Denver. And they're going down to Trinidad, Colorado as well. Did you know Trinidad has a professional baseball team? I'm not joking. I like jokes. That's not a joke. They're called the Trinidad Triggers. If you do want to go out and support some independent baseball and you do want to go out and support Sexy Pizza, you can check out one of their new establishments down there at some point. So at this point, about 14 years ago, the Rockies were polishing off a three-game sweep of the Phillies in the NLDS. They make their big run into the postseason, and they just make quick work of the Phillies. And one thing that that you know we like to do is, is celebrate the Rockies' history. The organization may not do it. I think that's fair criticism. The organization might not do it enough, but all the feedback that we hear from you is somebody needs to do it. You guys remember it. You talk about it. You love it. So let's talk about the 2007 NLDS. Rockies sweep and win the first two in Philadelphia. Game three in Colorado. Manny Corpus saves all three games. Not bad rookie. Yorvi Torrealba, he gets a hit in all three games and ends up recording a hit in five of his first postseason games that, that year. Rockies beat Cole Hamels. Kyle Kendrick, and in game three, he wouldn't be tagged with a loss, but Jamie Moyer did start that game. It is kind of interesting how Kendrick and Moyer would eventually find their way to Colorado. But, you know, that year the Phillies had some big bats coming off some big seasons. And, you know, it was it was kind of a dubious year there for them in 2007. The franchise had actually lost its 10,000th game. Yes, 10,000. Thousand games. They've, they've not had a very winning history, Phillies. Uh, and it's still going that way. It's still going that way. They're actually the first team to lose 10,000 games before going to back-to-back World Series to represent the NL in 2008 and 2009. Rollins wins the MVP over Matt Holliday, Shrug, Chase Utley. Um, I think he was highest on the team in, in wins above replacement, according to Fangraphs, even higher than Jimmy Rollins. Aaron Rowan. He was third in the top 10 in war. Ryan Howard had 47 homers, 136 RBI, the big piece. Pat Burrell chipped in with 30 home runs, and yet Jeff Francis goes out there, outmatches Cole Hamels, six and two-thirds innings pitched, only gives up two earned run, strike out eight Phillies. Struck out eight. 
did give up two home runs, solo shots back-to-back to Rowan and Burl, but the bullpen was key in game one. You had Latroy Hawkins, Brian, Brian Fuentes, Manny Corpus, each with an inning pitched. Not bad. Uh, Fuentes, he walked a leadoff hitter, but got Rollins, Victorino, and Utley there in the eighth and in the ninth, the one, two, three inning versus the middle part of the order. Ryan Howard, Aaron Rowan, Pat Burrell. The offense that year, or rather that game, game one of the 2007 NLDS, uh, they had three runs in the top of the second. They got an insurance run from Matt Holiday with a homer in the eighth. They had an opportunity in the ninth, which was very strange. Brad, so Brad Hop and Ryan Spielborgs, they strike out looking. Tori Alba and Corey Sullivan, they both single before Kaz Matsui strikes out looking also against Brett Myers. So real strange one there behind the plate. Would have loved to have seen the uh, the Subaru strike zone there. <laughs> what was going on? Was it something with the umpire? But they kind of missed an opportunity there for a two-out rally. But bottom line, they get the job done with Corpus closing out with the save. Game two, Josh Fogg. He gets the job done. The Dragon Slayer. Uh, that was it was an absolute fist fight that the Rockies brought some heavy artillery to. They win that one. 10-5. Franklin Morales only goes three innings. You know, again, another rookie. He started eight games during that season. He had a stretch of 20 consecutive scoreless innings that actually went into his final start in LA that season. So he was a bit of a hot hand. But you know, again, overall, it's strange when you see a guy go from high A Modesto all the way up to the majors and, you know, going from, from a 20-year-old in high A in 2006 into pitching, you know, very meaningful postseason games just the next year. So good on him for making that leap. leap. But uh, Josh Fogg comes in in relief, offers two innings pitched. He's the one, as I said, he would get the uh, the W there. The offense really was the bigger story. Tulo and Holiday go back-to-back to open up the game there in the first inning, two-run first, four-run fourth, big four-run sixth inning, highlighted by a Kaz Matsui with his grand slam in the fourth off of new pitcher Kyle Loesch coming in. Too bad, so sad. You did not do your job if you're giving up a home run right away to the first batter, but uh, and he was also ahead one and two on that count, if I recall correctly. So his his grand slam flipped the lead, put up Rockies 6-3. Torrey Alba with a two-run double in the sixth. Another RBI from Matsui on a triple holiday single. And they go back to Colorado. They have a day off. And in game three, 50,000 of you maniacs showed up for Coors Field. If you're at the All-Star game, you know what that was like. You know what it was like having a capacity crowd that was just – foaming at the mouth. It was the first game, first postseason game in Colorado since 1995. And what did Ubaldo Jimenez do? Oh, only take a shutout into the seventh inning. Not bad for 23-year-old rookie. Gave up a solo home run to Shane Victorino, but you know he was cruising through six shutout innings before the Victorino blast. He had kind of scattered three hits, four walks. Uh, he did get a double play in the first when there was two runners aboard, you know, he got 11 in a row at one point until having some command issues in the sixth. He walked two, uh, but before the Victorino homer, a tight at one, one Matsui tripled home 
your Vittori Alba, and you know the rest is history. They win a close one, two one, and who closes it out? But the kid, Manny Corpus, very similar to that first game. Howard Rowan Victorino, boom, Rockies go to their first National League Championship Series. No spoiler alerts because you know how it turns out. It's great. It's great to relive this history because. It's a pretty darn good history. It's Rocktober, right? It's the race to Rocktober. So we're going to be doing a lot more of that this month. And at some point, yeah, it will get will get painful, those games against Boston. But a lot to celebrate here in October. There's been some games for the Rockies in this month. That's why they've, they've rebranded the month to Rocktober. Halloween is in Rocktober. We know this. And we know that even though it's the offseason, Rockies fans, you know, you've got something to smile about with some news, you know, uh, transactions that the Rockies have made. The results of the Dodgers-Cardinals game might not have you smiling, but you know what? You are going to smile if you use Green Mountain Dental Group because the folks and family there, uh, they deserve to take some credit for all the bright smiles you see around the Denver area, especially a lot of our Denver listeners who have switched over to Green Mountain Dental Group over the years, and they've made them their permanent family dentist. And that's mainly because they're the best family-owned dentist in the metro area, and they're extreme Colorado sports fans, just like all of us. It's perfect. And Allie has gone there to have her wisdom teeth pulled. Yeah, they were yanked out, perhaps. That might not be the right word to describe it, but guess what? She had a great recovery, right? It, it, it was kind of rough for her, but you know what they called and they checked in on her and they did some amazing work. Uh, they made sure she had the right medication. They, they really worked so closely with her to make sure that this rough experience of getting your wisdom teeth pulled went well. And it, it went so well that, that Lindsay, our, our sales director, she actually said it was the, her best dentist, dentist experience of her life. And that's crazy to think when you go in for a cleaning and you know how easy that can be, especially if you're at Green Mountain Dental Group. But the fact that, she had her wisdom teeth removed as well, and that was her best experience at a dentist. Really goes to show you how great they are there at Green Mountain Dental Group. The coolest thing about using their services is that when you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam, you actually receive a free Sonicare toothbrush. It is what I use if that makes you feel any better. I don't know that I have world-famous sparkling teeth. It's probably because I need to get down to Green Mountain Dental Group again. It's been too long. But get a free Sonicare toothbrush today when you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam from Green Mountain Dental Group. Only 15 minutes from downtown Denver, but a million miles better than the rest. And it's very similar to what we've got in DraftKings, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. And they've got a week five offer for every football fan to jump in on. New customers can bet just $1. Yes, you can bet just $1 on any NFL game, and you would win $100 if, and this isn't a big if, because you're going to hear why, you're going to win $100 if either team scores a single point. It, they, they can get two points. They can just get a safety, but just a point. And it, that's such a lock because we haven't had a, a scoreless game since 1943. Yes, 24 years before the Super Bowl. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores 
a point. That's it. Promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. And your Colorado rugby team has rebranded again. But guess what? This one's here to stay. This rugby club, composed of crossover athletes, ended their first season at 5-5. Five and five. Not bad for the American Raptors. Yeah, if you haven't heard of the American Raptors, they are Rugby Town USA's newest rugby team. The American Raptors are athletes who have competed at the highest level of their respected sports. We're talking football, basketball, baseball. They've got backgrounds in wrestling, soccer, track and field. These athletes possess all the necessary skills to excel at a game like this. And the best thing about hitting up an American rugby, uh, an American Raptors game when they come back and rugby season gets rolling again, best part is they're free. Yes, free. Head over to AmericanRaptors.com and grab your free ticket for the upcoming season. If you can't make the game, AmericanRaptors.com will be streaming all of them from their website. And even better, our guy Colton Strickland has it all covered for you on the weekly DNVR Rugby podcast. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. Hit it harder than Chris Taylor. Hit that offering for Mr. Alex Reyes. As the Los Angeles Dodgers moved on Wednesday night against the St. Louis Cardinals in the National League wildcard game. Very, very good game. Very exciting game. Very lively crowd in Los Angeles. I don't think Rockies fans were really torn here from everyone that that I've talked to and and, and all the comments you've shared with us uh, at DNVR underscore Rockies on Twitter. Or if you're a subscriber, you know you're in the Discord and we're chopping it up, talking, uh, having our inside jokes, making fun of one another, and and maybe making fun of the Dodgers just a little bit. But yeah, you. You want the Cardinals to win this one. And eh, maybe you're a little bit torn up about Nolan going on and winning immediately after you know everything that went down and, and so soon after being traded off of the Rockies to what you know he considered to be a, a much better winning organization. And eh, they are a better winning organization, but hey, you gotta get it done. You gotta get it done in the postseason. And the Cardinals didn't get it done. It was a well-pitched game. You know, maybe not the sharpest from Max Scherzer, maybe not the sharpest from Adam Wainwright, but I think both those guys, you know, they they battled and and they did well to only give up, you know, one earned run. You know, Scherzer gave up three hits and three walks, but one earned run, and he was not happy getting taken out in the fifth. He he looked he looked about three quarters of the way as frustrated as he did. That first game when the umps started checking for sticky stuff, do you remember that? Pulling his belt out, kind of throwing a bit of a tantrum. He was about halfway to three quarters uh, at at Dave Roberts. Didn't hand him the ball, kind of made him go into his mitt and, and pull it out. But, you know, that's because he battles. That's because he battles. That, that's fine. There's nothing to worry about there. Maybe it was a little too aggressive to go to Joe Kelly there in that spot. But nevertheless, Dave Roberts pushed the right buttons. Dodgers move on, no harm, no foul. Similar story with Wainwright, four hits and two walks. 
um, just gives up the homer to to Justin Turner. So it's a one-one ball game throughout much of this. You know, since since about the fourth inning when Turner homered, Cardinals got their run early in the first, and so four shutout innings with the bullpens keeping it tight, keeping it close, and we we get to the ninth inning and. You get Albert Poole stepping up to the plate in the ninth in Los Angeles after he was given up for dead by the Angels. He said, ah, we don't even want to pay your contract at this point. We don't, we don't even want you around the clubhouse. And the Dodgers go, we'll take him. Steps to the plate against his team, right? Against the St. Louis Cardinals, against a team that maybe he does have on his cap in Cooperstown. Now, I don't know. He was in he was in L.A. for a while with the Angels, so that's a debate for another day. But he steps up to the plate with a chance to win the ballgame for the Dodgers in one swing. What high drama. And just even to get to that, it was a real chess match because Gavin Lux came on to pinch hit. He was announced to start the ninth and immediately – Mike Schilt goes out to the mound, changes his pitcher. Giovanni Gallegos comes in. Or rather, Giovanni Gallegos can't, comes out. TJ McFarlane comes in. And then, oh, yeah, Gavin Lux, I know we just said you're going to pinch it. You're out. Pujols comes in. He can't get it done. But it's Chris Taylor with the walk-off home run off Alex Reyes, who really struggled in the second half after being an all-star in the first half. His splits were really bad. This year, not great. Um, when, when again, when you look at what he did uh, after traveling to to Coors Field to celebrate in the Midsummer Classic, you know, five point five two ERA. He was one point five two in the first half. Lost it. Really lost command as, as a closer spot. And you just got to tip your cap to the Dodgers. And Nolan drops to one and five in the postseason. He's one and two in wild card games and. You know, has has appeared in three of the last five wild card games that have been played in the National League. He goes 0 for four. Rough, rough spot there for him, and you know that's that's one of those sights that he has grown used to is seeing the Dodgers victorious against him, and that's going to be fuel for his fire. And you know he does have an off opt out this off season. He in the in the whole tra- trade. That went down, you know, he was uh, extended for an extra year as well as giving given an additional opt-out after the 2022 season, which uh, makes a lot more sense with the whole collective bargaining agreement that's coming up. You know, uh, we'll have to devote an entire podcast to what's going on. We, we hope there's not any kind of work stoppage where there's just no baseball for a while, right? Not a strike, but a work stoppage because both sides – can't agree to, to to anything. Can't agree to a deal that works out for both. We're talking about the Players Association, we're talking about the 30 MLB owners. And because of that, I think you don't want to go into the market as a free agent. So Nolan's not going to opt out this offseason. Probably wouldn't opt it out if he was still around on the Rockies. Love to talk about that one with any of you. If you do have some thoughts, definitely make sure you're reaching out at DNVR underscore Rockies at Patrick D. Lyons. But he's going to stick around with the Cardinals. Maybe he does it again next year, but he's going to he's going to re-up, especially with Wainwright coming back, especially with Molina coming back. And so 
Cardinals are going to try to try to do it again one more time next year. But that does set up the Dodgers Giants matchup. We know that the the Red Sox won over in the American League, so it's going to be Red Sox Rays and the two pairs of teams that knew they were going to go head against each other head to head. Astros White Sox over in the AL, and in the National League you had Milwaukee in Atlanta, kind of a rematch of of two teams. You know, Atlanta disseminated from Milwaukee for a period of time uh, before moving to Atlanta. So some really good history there in the postseason. Tomorrow we're going to have on a special little guest there. I won't spoil it just yet, but we'll have that episode coming out for you on, on Friday morning. And so Thursday afternoon, I'll record that with somebody who was actually at the wild card game, somebody who saw it there live and can give us their takes on it as well as, what the Rockies have done already this offseason. And let's just talk playoffs. Who are our picks? I haven't really broken down who I think is going to win the World Series. My team, one of, the, one of the teams is out. I had the Yankees going to the series. They're out. But I did the Dodgers at the beginning of the season. Who do I think now is going to go to the postseason? We'll break that down on tomorrow's episode. And make sure you break down and call. Contact Green Mountain Dental Group because – those guys are going to whiten up those teeth, make you comfortable in the dentist chair. It's possible. If anyone can do it, it's Green Mountain Dental Group. They've proven it time and time again because they're the best damn family-owned dentists in the metro area. Extreme Colorado sports fans, just like all of us. So for DNVR Sports and the DNVR Bar, I'm Patrick Lyons, and thank you so very much for listening to the DNVR Rockies podcast. Dear sports fans, elevate your game to the next level with a Toyota truck. Drive the crowd favorite Tacoma. This versatile playmaker is ready to own the weekend. Choose the tailgating MVP, the Toyota Tundra. This is one vehicle that comes up clutch. Or ride in the adventurous 4Runner, a true champion on and off the road. Whichever truck you choose, you're getting a real winner. Come join the team of champions, Toyota Trucks. Visit Toyota.com to learn more or check out your local Toyota dealership today. Toyota, let's go places. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.